imagine celebrating your success going on holidays having bonfire on the beach with your loved ones unfortunately most entrepreneurs experience burnout within the first year but what is it that makes others succeed i'm your host kajal khurana call me kk join me as we have fireside chats with experts who have insider secrets around how to rest rejuvenate recharge and be bonfire entrepreneurs Hello and welcome to Be Bonfire Entrepreneurs. This is your host Kajal Khurana KK. And our guest today, he has traveled over 20 countries. He's a 25-year post-heart transplant recipient. Knows how important and impactful a story is and helps his client tell captivating stories that capture hearts, minds and souls of the audience. And he is Jordan the Marcia. Welcome to our show Jordan. Hey, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. It's my pleasure. So Jordan, please tell our listeners about your journey. How did you get started as an entrepreneur? Yeah, absolutely. So, actually, I've always kind of had that entrepreneurial spirit since I was a kid, and one of the first things I ever did was start breeding reptiles. After that, I got into a beard health company and then from there, I really wanted to be able to travel around the world. So I started a marketing agency and I started that because that was the idea that I had bought into that would give me the freedom and the ability to be able to work for myself, travel the world. And I did that. And I did that for about four or five years, traveled to over 20 countries. And, and it was an amazing experience. I had done that in the mortgage space as well. But about a year and a bit ago, I uh, had a falling out with an ex-business partner and the company got taken out from underneath me. So I had to basically think fast on what I was going to do and uh, what I really wanted to do and what really captivated me. And after actually speaking with a friend of mine who I had met traveling, complete hippie, didn't know anything about business whatsoever, but she knew about life, told me, you know, asked me what I wanted to do when I was a kid. And it was tell stories, help people tell stories. Amazing. So before we started this interview, you were telling me about your heart transplant and then how you would tell stories to kids in the hospital. Yes. Please tell us about that a little bit more. Yeah, absolutely. So when I was a kid, a lot of the kids that I grew up with had life-threatening illnesses and would always get surgeries and have different needles, like IVs and stuff throughout them, uh, in them all throughout the day. So in order to be able to keep our spirits up high, I had this natural storytelling ability as a kid. And I would just tell them, you know, what to expect, what's going to happen, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. For example, don't scratch your scar. It's going to cause a problem. Um, just relax and listen to the doctors. And this needle is going to hurt, but then the pain goes away. And it always started off with these lighthearted and simple stories that just really resonated with the kids because uh, I myself was a kid. And it helped them to create this calmness where they could just relax and let whatever was going to happen happen without getting too emotional right so how young were you when you got your heart transplant what was yeah i was about three and a half three and a half years old oh wow and then after that you were completely fine you recovered and and then yeah for the most traveled. part <laughs> now you travel to 20 
country is amazing. So uh, yeah. tell us your challenges, like your partner took away the company and then, you know, I'm sure it wasn't easy. So what were your challenges and how did you overcome? Yeah, for sure. So no, it, it sucked. <laughs> At the time I was actually in Thailand and when he took the company from me, I had nothing really about $2,000 to my name. And it, it was a really unique situation because I knew how to basically start that marketing company again, but it's not something I wanted to do. And it's one of those situations where when something gets taken away from you, you don't even want to look at it again. You don't want anything to do with it. It's like, it's, it's, it's put a sour taste in your mouth. So I actually ended up having to fly back home and give my dad a call and sleep on his couch because I had nowhere else to go. Mm -hmm. And then through that, I ended up having this like sort of breakdown where I couldn't figure out who I was or what I wanted to do or how I was going to move forward. And it really put this wall up in my life because I genuinely had no idea what was next for me. And it wasn't until I jumped on the phone with an old friend who I'd met who was a hippie, total, didn't know anything about business, nothing, Mm -hmm. but she knew everything about life. She kind of rolled me back to what I wanted to do when I was a kid and helped me walk through some of the the different stages of the interest that I had, which led me towards storytelling. Well, everybody these days are talking about storytelling, you know, even the sales gurus, sales coaches are saying, Mm -hmm. tell your story. And, you know, that's how you get emotionally connected, which is true to an extent. But what if sometimes people don't have genuine stories? They make yeah. up something. What's the difference between having a real story and, you know, something which you're just making up to sell something? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'm glad you said this because I see this all the time. The thing is, is, when you tell a scripted story that you're told to tell based off of what is selling, you end up just becoming part of the digital sea of sameness. So you don't stand out. It's not authentic. And people sort of scroll past it. And, and I've seen this more and more and more. And the difference is, is if you come from a place of authenticity, if you tell something that's real, if you tell a story that comes from the heart, then that's what actually creates that connection. And that's what people begin to uh, relate to. And then they begin to like and know and trust you. Nobody wants anything to do with the templated stories anymore because they're just overdone. They're overused. And they're seen so many times that we've almost become numb to it. So when you tell a story of authenticity and you come from a place of realness, that's what actually creates that connection, that emotional connection. Right. So you need to be authentic. And what if people don't have a story, but they're good as a coach, they have a good life Every, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, they don't have a story which would emotionally, you know, attract people to them, but they are genuinely good person. And, you know, they have led by example They've always been healthy. They've always been strong and they're genuine coaches, but they don't have their own personal story. For example, I'm a health and wellness coach and I help people with productivity, but I don't have any story where I really got sick and I got into health and wellness. It was my passion and I pursued it. I always wanted to have a healthy lifestyle. So like, how would I tell a story where I don't have something, you know, to connect emotionally to people who are sick or unhealthy, or stressed out. Everybody has a story to tell. So even if you're not coming from a place of, I was sick, I was broken, I was blah, blah, blah. 
you can easily relate to people by telling the story of, I wanted to help people and that's why I got in this position. And because I wanted to help people and because I wanted to get into this position, I was able to, you know, impact the lives of X amount of people. And that put a smile on my face. That made me happy. That made me feel good. And what that's going to end up doing is the people that listen to you, the people that like you, the people that, that are already in your network are going to realize that you're not telling a made up story because you're not making up something because, you know, they're so used to the, Oh, look at me. I was sick and I was broken. You're saying right off the bat, Hey, look, I don't have any of those kind of stories and I am healthy. And I got into this because this was a really big interest in my life. The thing that we have to understand is there's always a reason why we did something in the first place. So you take a look back at why you got into being the, the, like a health and wellness coach. And then that's your story. Stem from that. People will relate to that. Right. So amazing. Thanks for giving me that insight. I will think about it more now. (laughs) Tell me, so now you had to restart this friend who helped you understand what you like doing as a child. What were your challenges when you wanted to restart from scratch? I knew you had no money. And of course, you know, like you were struggling because you had this failure kind of thing. So you're mentally not strong and prepared to do because you have fears, you have faith issues. So Mm -hmm. challenges to restart. So what, one of the biggest, you you made a really good point. I had a lot of different things going on in my mind at the time, uh, at the time, self-doubt, fear. I didn't want to fail again. That was another thing. That's a huge thing, by the way, for everybody. So that was one of the main challenges was at this point, I, I really didn't want to have to start from the beginning and then fear that it might not work again. So what I really had to do, and I, I'm a little bit lucky because I grew up with the idea of life being really short at a very young age because of what I had grown up with in the hospital. So mm-hmm. I knew that if I was going to do something, I, I had to kind of go back to that sort of mind frame where life is really short. And if I want to do it, I got to do it. And that helped me to sort of build up the confidence and understand that it's okay that things didn't work out. It's okay that this happened. It sucks that it did. And I don't wish it on anybody. But if we can understand that it's a step forward, but we can always take, uh, it's one step backwards, but we can always take two steps forwards in the right direction. It's going to allow us to reposition our confidence to pull ourselves out of sort of fear and self-doubt and then make that move in the right direction. One of the biggest common problems that I see across the board is that when something bad happens and we try to take an action and that action doesn't work in our favor, basically just reiterates a belief, a negative belief that we have about ourselves, which goes back into us taking less action, which basically just reiterates the negative belief and then it becomes a cycle. Right. where we're not taking enough action, we're not believing in ourselves, and we're literally not going anywhere because of this self-serving circle of terrible, terrible self-doubt. So we just need to be able to take ourselves out of that, give ourselves the confidence, get that small win as fast as possible so that we can remind ourselves, hey, I can do this, I'm moving in the right direction, and then continue to do that. Small wins are the way to continue to move yourself forward. Right. So amazing. It's so true that once something goes wrong, we go into this negative self, you know, in a dialogue, and then we 
create mm-hmm. all these things in our head and then we fear moving forward. It's mm-hmm. so true. It's like what you said was amazing. Taking one step back or taking two steps forward. You know, it's small wins. And not, nobody gets success overnight, right? And failures are just stepping stones. The moment yep. you realize you failed or you did something wrong, it's okay. Learn yep. from that and then, you know, try to do something better. So all the successful entrepreneurs or business owners have had their own challenges. There was no one's journey was smooth and no one became successful overnight. So as an entrepreneur, I think it's very important that we need to realize it's good to fail. If you don't fail, you don't have any lessons to learn. And then you Mm -hmm. can't teach people who are behind you, you know, that's how you need to create impact. Amazing. Thanks for absolutely, uh, absolutely. bringing light on that. Tell me yeah. three top secrets about your success. Ooh, three top secrets. Okay. <laughs> so fail as fast as you possibly can. The faster that you figure out what doesn't work, the faster you can learn and figure out what's going to work. The next top secret thing I have is create an emotional connection with as many people as you possibly can, whether they're buying something from you or not that impact is going to repay everything tenfold. And the third secret is be yourself, be real, be authentic. Tell the stories of your failures. Tell the stories of your success. There is too many people out there that only, only talk about, look how much money I made, look how much how successful I am, look at this, look at that. That's not real. I literally, before I got shut down, I talked about everything. My travels, my bad days, my good days, my fantastic days. Right. People connect with people. So you got to be real. That's the, that's the last tip I got. Right. So amazing. Thank you so much. What's the advice you would like to give young or aspiring entrepreneurs to escape burnout, increase productivity? To escape burnout, increase productivity. One of the biggest pieces of advice that I can give you is you got to understand what your limits are, to be honest with you. When I first started, I was working 14 hour days and it's extremely surprising how little I actually got done. Right. More right. time doesn't equal more, like more success. More productive. Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't equal more productivity. You got to understand what are the best times that you work in. For me, I work very well between 6 a.m. and 12, and then I pretty much my brain shuts down. Right. So I got to stop what I'm doing, right? So figure out your, your time blocks and your time frames, and then try to get as much done as you possibly can and create goals for yourself every single week try to hit. Right. Amazing. Thank you so much. So tell our audience if you have any special offer or promotion or any course you are selling. Yeah, absolutely. So we're actually in the middle of finishing up our uh, seven figure uh, brand story course. And currently we're running our offer, which is early access to the course, one-on-one coaching with me to help you dial in your brand story. Four weeks of that plus the course, it's also 50% affiliate. So you can make 50% off of uh, anything that you refer in and we'll help you dial in your brand story, your market messaging, your audience, and be able to craft marketing messages that really align with you and your audience so that people really get to like, know, and trust you as quickly as possible so that you can help impact their lives and ultimately you can create more revenue. Right. Amazing. Where can our listeners find you, Jordan? You can find me on Facebook at Jordan Marcia and my website, which is jordandmarcia.com. 
All right. I'm going to put these two links in our show notes. So anybody who wants to get in touch with you can contact you. So to all our listeners, if you're really struggling with your story, whether you have a story, you don't have a story, you want to create your brand into a storytelling, uh, you know, sales pitch, get in touch with Jordan Demacia. He's amazing. He has a lot of experience. He has been telling stories since he was like three years young, you know, yeah, in the hospital. <laughs> yeah. So, so he has a lot of experience in storytelling and he can probably help you refine your own story. Don't worry if you don't have any story, he can probably you know, guide you what I you guarantee can you. I can help you find a story. I sure. <laughs> sure. And don't, don't, uh, you know, feel shy to ask for help. I think one of the blockages entrepreneurs, solopreneurs or mompreneurs have that they don't want to ask. It's okay to ask. No one, you know, is perfect. We were all, uh, nobody was born with all this knowledge. We are still learning. So there are some people who are ahead of us. We can learn from them. So we can inspire people who are behind us. So guys, get in touch with Jordan if you would like to have an authentic story to your brand. Thank you, Jordan, for being on on our show. It was amazing talking to you. Thank you for having me. I loved being here. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. Do you know, fragrance remains in the hands that gives rose. Would you please share this episode with your entrepreneur friends so we can help each other escape burnout, increase productivity and achieve our goals faster. Also, let me know what topics you want me to cover in our future episodes at info at bodymindsolution.com. Would you please take a moment to rate and review this show? That would mean the world to me. And yes, Don't forget to subscribe. This is your host, KK. Until next time, take care. Bye-bye.